1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello to you all, the Eric Show Podcast. Hello, a daily show where I discuss new news, nonsense, and not new. A daily show where I discuss new news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week from the posh, luxurious Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studios. Uh, Follow the show on Patreon, sign up 11, that's right, 11 bonus episodes per week, five daily bonus shows, the two lost Zane recording, smarter than a former drug dealer trivia, the insane asylum where I play rock radio DJ, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, and now on Saturdays I release Who Are These Zanes? Where Ben and I review 30 years of Eric Zane air checks from different eras of radio Which are all shit. To this day, I don't know how I was ever able to make it anywhere in this industry, in the radio industry, when I listen back to the fucked up shit I used to do on the radio. Oh, God damn it. Uh, Fucking horrible, cringeworthy to say the least. Holy crap. Uh, usual gallery of suspects are here. Hello to radio, uh, radio voice. Linda Marina's there. Uh, legendary Eric Nagel. Eric, I would like to interview you. Has anyone ever sat down and and uh, and found out? Uh, is it, is there, are you the type of guy that says everything I did is boring? Because I don't believe that. Eric Nagel, of course, uh, from the Opie and Anthony show until that blew up. And then, uh, now, of course, runs Compound Media, which is an unbelievable ally to your old pal, Eric Zane. They allow me to post shows there every month, and I'm very, very grateful for that. But I don't know anything about you. I don't know shit about you, but I bet you there's something interesting there. And I bet you a lot of people would like to hear that. Uh, Sam the Jew is here, and, that is, um, and that's perfect because... There's going to be a lot of Jew talk today. Uh, He says, uh, news, be careful. Don't pull a Kyrie Irving. I definitely want to talk about Kyrie Irving. Holy shit. Oh, fuck. Nothing worse when you've got someone who's fucking crazy and really bright and fucking stubborn as hell motherfucker It appears it might be subsiding though. I'm going to break down all of that shit with this guy. Motherfucker, is that intense? Uh but welcome to every one of you. I'm so happy that you are along. Uh I got the shit scared out of me yesterday. I don't know what it is about my lovely wife, but the woman well, I, I think she gets it from her mother because as I've talked to you about before, uh, my mother-in-law at one point used to... Well, she's dead now. God rest her soul. Hang on. Dog fight. What the fuck? Come on, God damn it. Alright, this is a first. You can't see it, but one of the dogs barfed. And hey, don't eat the barf. God damn it. Poor guy. One of the dogs barfed. I'm not sure which one. You okay? You okay, big guy? see a little blood on the floor. All right. One of the dogs barfed behind the couch. And, um, well then, well, that, that's a food source. They're like, Oh, fucking a hot lunch. So then they got into a fight over who gets to eat the hot lunch. Bruce or O'Neal. Come on, buddy. So that's what uh, went down. And I sensed it a second that the the fight started. So that was incredibly unnerving. Fucking A. Clip this shit. Okay, this is what I got to do. I got to clean that shit up. That puke. (laughs) Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back with you. All right. This is, uh, I've done this like 940 times. We've never had a dog fight in almost four years, but here's the culprit. These two bags of hot dog puke are what did it. Motherfuck. That was frightening to me. To hear that type of uh, enraged dog. Ooh, not good. I could sense it. It's, I think i got bit shit someone's bleeding i don't know which one of you motherfuckers is bleeding it might be daisy i gotta go check to see how bad she's bleeding um so don't, i'll keep the puke here uh hang on this is a one-man show don't go anywhere i'm actually very prepared today but i was not expecting this somebody's bleeding somewhere i don't know what the fuck is going on here Whew. What a crazy-ass scene that was. If you missed it and you're just getting in here right now, the dogs got into a fight. Uh, That was really intense. You know, hang on. This dog's bleeding somewhere and I can't figure it out. I think it's on his foot. Yeah. Okay. All right. I have found where the dog is bleeding. The dog is bleeding on his foot. So I got to take care of him. I got to get this bleeding to stop. Boy, this is a busy, crazy morning. I was all ready to go with you. It's not that bad of a a cut or anything, but something has happened to this poor little guy. And so now Papa Bear here has to take care of it. Well, let me just, uh, maybe I can get this under, uh, under control while I'm actually doing this. Um, so again, if you're just tuning in one dog puked, I think it was Daisy. And then because of that, Daisy wanted to eat the hot lunch, you know? And so Bruce was like, Oh, hot lunch. Awesome. So that involved a, uh, there was all of a sudden there was a fucking fight. So they went at it and, uh, then I had to separate them. Now Daisy's on the other side of that door. Uh, uh, all in a day's work on the Eric Zane show podcast. Fuck. This is embarrassing, but there's nothing I can do about it. Um, so, all right. Uh, he'll be fine, but I actually was going to, this, this is perfect because it ties in with, uh, how my day has gone up to this point because, um, I woke up this morning and I was actually going to talk about this and, uh, Diana says, holy crap. Oh my God. What is it? And I go, what are you talking about? She goes, Bruce puked on the bed. And he did. And sure enough, he, um, he had eaten some fucking, uh, uh, t- tissue paper, like Kleenex that was in the, um, uh, uh, got waste can in the, in the bathroom. It might've been a jizz rag. I'm not sure, but he ate, actually ate the damn tissue. Hey, stop, stop. Okay. Easy. Um, and, uh, I was like, God damn it. And that was just before bedtime. So, all right, we crash. And, you know, he sleeps on the bed. Easy, easy, big fella. Okay. And then uh, in the morning, Diana turns on a light, 6.20 in the morning. She goes, oh, Jesus, this big uh, fluorescent yellow puke pile with tissue paper. And, uh, hey, take it easy. Take it easy. <laughs> all right, it's subsiding. So um, I go, great. So I get up, I go down the steps to start the day. I got to pack my wife's lunch and I can smell. I go, there's another problem. Something else is off. So I turn on the lights to assess the damage. And o- O'Neill has taken a monster dump. I'm like, God damn it. I go, I clean it up. I feed the cats. The cat bowl is on the steps leading to the basement. There's a gigantic uh, pile of cat puke. I'm like Jesus, this is incredible. Then I go, you know what? We might actually have uh, in another. If if O'Neill pooped, he probably peed too. Sure enough, Exxon Valdez of piss in the sunroom, and I'm like Jesus. And I've described to you before what happens when you piss in that room because. All of the, uh, where the grout is on the ceramic tile, they're one foot by one foot squares. You know, it's like, uh, uh, uh Venice, you know, uh, canals of piss in there. So I'm like, shit. And uh, so I was to clean all that up before the NFK gets up. So it was, it's just been a morning. Now that alone is, um, is chaos enough, but I got everything done and the show was, pre- I was prepared, ready to go, started on time. And then... Uh, Daisy barfs up the hot lunch. But you know what? There's only one person who can take this shit uh, all in stride. And that's your old pal, Eric Zane. Okay, you're all better now. Run along. Run along, big guy. Sorry that you got hurt. Ugh. Fucking dog blood. Daisy's been banned. You won't see Daisy for the rest of the show. Uh, it just smells like hot puke in here. i got to get rid of this puke. God I don't know what the fuck to do here I guess I guess I'll just sit here and breathe hot dog puke for two hours Hold on a second here. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back.
2: just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay
1: Get that bag of dog puke. Florida man, 814, says Eric showing that bag of puke <laughs> made me gag. I think as a result, Kenny needs a timeout. No, no, Kenny's had enough timeouts. Um and to me, there is nothing funnier than someone goes. <laughs> that strikes me as so funny every damn time. My God. All right. So this has already been a busy, ridiculous morning, a very, very ridiculous morning. My God. Uh, where was I? I was, uh, I was telling you the story about how, uh, yesterday with my wife, it was, um, uh, I needed her to be my camera person because I have a car dealer that is a, uh, sponsor. And what we do every so often is we shoot these little videos where I'm like, all right, uh, let's talk about the new civic. Uh, hey Brian, uh, break it down. What are do the 2023s look like? And he goes, well, I'll tell you, you know, so it's one of those things. It's, uh, kind of like a, um, a perk for, uh, people who spend money on the show. I go, all right, great. So, uh, Diana's going to record this deal and we do our little video at the dealership. It's awesome. Everything goes great. Now the woman, as I was indicating to you, she loves to scare the shit out of me. And, um, she, she does this and that's a real risk because um, well, I used to be a hell of a lot more of a hothead and I used to like freak out and yell at her and call her nasty names, but she doesn't care any that I do that because she gets so much joy out of scaring the shit out of me. Her mother-in-law did this to me, God rest her soul. The one time I've told you about when I was coming out of that bathroom at their old house and there was a, a poorly lit hallway and she comes out wearing a goddamn, uh, I don't know, Freddy Krueger mask or something like that. And I actually punched her right in the face. I mean, just a short, sharp, sharp jab right to the face. It's like, ah, boom. And she goes, oh, ah, you shouldn't have done that, you crazy bitch. Uh, so the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Now, I don't know about you, but um, fright is not my favorite thing. And so she does it at the strangest times, too. Like, you'll be driving... And she's sitting next to you and in your own thoughts, she will suddenly scream at the top of her lungs just to scare the shit out of you. And I'm like, what a fucking foolish thing to do if you ever do do that. Or you're someone who does like to do that. Um, the person's driving a car. I mean, why would you, why would you do that? And I also maintain that there is a real risk that if you do this to the wrong person, you could cause a heart attack, and they could actually die—die die of fright. Okay. Uh, now that might be that might be ridiculous, but I I just hate it so much. I'm pulling out onto this road. It's not that busy of a road, and all she has to do is this. <gasps> oh my God! That which is what she did. <gasps> I'm like, what? What? And I'm thinking there's, you know, a semi about to hit us as we're pulling out. And she immediately starts cracking up. And I did not overreact. Normally, this is something I would do when I was younger. But as I continue to become more and more excellent, as you know, um, you know, Stay calm. So I go, okay, okay, okay. And then I go, that's it. I'm pulling it over. And she starts laughing as I pull the car off of the road for like five seconds. and, And I'm like processing what has just happened. She's scared the shit out of me. And now the driveway that I pulled out of, there's another driveway into the back end of the dealer's lot, 150 yards down the road. So I I then start driving again and I go, we have to start over. We, we need a palate cleansing. Um, We need some distance between what you just did to me. And I can't, we, let's just start all over. Okay. So I pull back into the lot and me going through this ritual, which I know sounds crazy. Um, that this is making her laugh more. She's now like, oh my God, you're such a crazy fuck. I can't believe you have to drive back. I go, yeah, you just leave me alone. You've had your fun. Enough. I pull back into the lot, drive through very, very slowly, back the way we came, and I go, all right, now let's start this again. We're going to start all over again, and then we're going to process this. And she's just having the time of her life. She loves it. Oh my God. Does someone in your life do this shit to you? God, I I cannot stand that. Why would you do that when you're dri- when someone's driving a car? Uh. Cole says also the person is carrying a gun. Well, come on now. It's not like I'm going to go, "Oh my god, I'm so scared. I'm going to uh uh draw my pistol and shoot you in the head." Uh Kenny says, I swear I hate that when driving. My daughter does the exact same thing every time she sees a dog. Scares the piss out of me every time. Yeah, I know. It's, um, when you are are focused on the road, I mean, you want to just, uh, you, you know, you don't want to hit anybody. So you have this, uh, a certain amount of attention you're focusing on. And it's, you it put you in a very vulnerable spot when these fucking people do this shit. It's ridiculous. Um, ryan says my wife can make that perfect sound causes an immediate unnecessary surge of adrenaline that's exactly right and that's what happened to your old pal eric zane if you were a good driver you would check both ways and know there's no danger and i did i did but still i you know it's just something about that it just messes with me i mean who knows it could be a fucking airplane crashing down unrelated juicy B09 writes I'm really looking forward to the any e. old Joe the Eric Zane interview something tells me that that is not going to happen uh, all right so that was basically what was I wanted to get into minus the fight that occurred um, it, it's really if you think about it quite remarkable. That it has taken this long, nearly 950 episodes, both free podcasts and another 950 on the Patreon bonus podcast for there to be a dog fight in the room. And uh, there's there's a right way and a wrong way to break up a dog fight. And what I did was the right way because I've done it the wrong way. The wrong way. Was going, trying to break them up in near their mouths. I did that once. And boy, did Daisy bite me. She bit me and did not let go. And she, she bit, she, uh, you ever had a, I tell you what, you sure feel like a helpless fuck. When a, uh, an English bulldog bites down the strength that they have in their face is ridiculous. And uh, she got a hold of my whole wrist and then she shook and shook again and dug those teeth way in there. Motherfuck. And um, I didn't cry, but I was screaming. It hurt so bad. Um, It was between uh, Daisy and that dog Kira that that Jackie brought home which happens quite regularly. He just brings home dogs Here, dad, take care of it. Thanks. Fuck you. So then I was like in pain for like two hours. And I remember I was sweeping the garage out while my, I was bleeding on the floor of the garage. And Jim comes over and he goes, dad, I think you need to go to the hospital. Why? Well, what the fuck's the problem? It should be fine. No, dad, I, re- I really, think you should go to the hospital. And uh, thank God I did. Motherfuck. That was rough. Uh, the comment Sweet O'Neal, not a part of that fight. He's an angel. It's true. When he, what was just going on between those two, he was just looking at him with his tail wagon. And when uh, Daisy bit the shit out of me, the same thing. He just sat there and doesn't do anything. He's absolutely spectacular. Hi, handsome
3: yes, boy. When can I meet that boy? Oh, I see O'Neal all the time. Hi, O'Neal.
1: Uh, Kenny says, O'Neill doesn't even care when Daisy bullies him. Uh, all right. What you do is you grab their back legs and you pull them away from each other. And what I just did there, which I don't know if you were able to get it in the camera shot, but when I was pulling back on Daisy's legs, you then take your foot and push the other dog away. Okay. And then you can separate. It was weird because Daisy's damn collar came off. Holy shit. Ryan says dogfight bets coming exclusively to the Patreon, you money sucking vampire. All right. Thank you so much for uh, checking out the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. I must kick you to the curb, though, now. If you want the rest of the show, it's on Twitch twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. I don't know how to do that. I don't know Twitch. No, you're not trying hard enough. If you can look up a website or you can download an app, you can get this show uninterrupted every day. Quit screwing around on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Don't miss a second of the free podcast daily, Monday through Friday, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. And then just follow the page, subscribe to the page. You've got a username. You can uh, interject uh, onto the show within on the chat. All in an effort to increase the audience. Do it. Do it today. Do it right now. Uh, And there you go. As always, you can download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. Just search uh, Eric Zane Show on your favorite podcasting platform. If you ever want to say hello, do it the old-fashioned way. The easiest way to me is an email. Send me an email uh, on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. With that, have a great day. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair. Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. And um, what am I forgetting? I think that's it. I think that is it. But I just feel like I'm forgetting something.
0: betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc
1: um if you have a second check out the michael rapaport interview i posted it on the free platform Michael's in, was in town last night in Holland, Michigan. And tonight he's in Grand Rapids at Creston Brewing. Two shows, 7 and 9.30 tonight, 7 and 9.30 tomorrow. If you're in Detroit, he's going to be at Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle on Sunday. I got a sneeze. Hang on. Oh. Uh. You notice I look at the light that makes me sneeze. Are you like that? Like the worst is when you don't have enough light. Hang on. Excuse me. You don't have enough light. And it's just, it's stuck in your head. All right. And doesn't want to leave. I'll be laying in bed like, oh God, I got to sneeze. I don't have any light. So I'm like holding the phone light. I like flip the phone around and turn the light on and put it right up to my eye. And usually that works. All right. My God is my brain cooked after that incident today. I'm just glad no one was seriously hurt. You okay, big guy? You all right? Poor Bruce, man. He always gets beaten. Daisy's a beast. You okay, fella? Huh? I think he wants me to hold him again. His feelings are massively hurt. Come here. Come on. No? All right. All right. My brain's kind of messed up today. I apologize. Um, all right. I want to break down this Kyrie Irving thing. I'm finally dealing myself in when all of the details are out there. And let me just spell this out for you. This is the guy. This is the guy who said that the earth is flat and he's legit serious. At least I think he is. And, um, Kyrie Irving is, um, he doesn't strike me as someone who's, um, like a moron in any way. Kyrie Irving, uh, You know, not at all like that, but I think he's, he might be crazy. Okay. I think that there's something going on there. First of all, let me just tell you what happened. Like five days ago on social media, he promoted a film. It's a documentary called Hebrews to Negroes. What you need to know. And, uh, that's all, there's all sorts of anti-Semitic bullshit in this film. So this would be the equivalent of me, um, like reading Mein Kampf and then tweeting out, Hey, good book for you to check out. Now, how do you think that would go? That would be terrible. Uh so he tweets that out and then the whole world starts attacking him saying, what the fuck is it? And this is hot on the heels of Kanye West, uh, uh, with anti-Semitic comments. Well, when this all unfolds in the last several days, West immediately tweeted out a picture of, of Kyrie Irving's like, yeah, another guy who hates Jews. I love this guy. And, um, There's been this is uh, there's been a lot of uh, anti-Jewish shit going on uh, in the world. And then now that I'm hearing that out of Newark, New Jersey, they're indicating that there's credible threats against synagogues now. All right. So in this 2018 movie, uh, let me just go over some of the things about this movie. Uh, The film Hebrews to Negroes, based on director Ron Dalton Jr.'s book series of the same name, a three-plus-hour effort to quote-unquote prove the black Hebrew Israelite belief that certain people of color, including black Americans, are the true descendants of the biblical Israelites. The film promotes beliefs commonly found among anti-Semitic and extremist factions of the black Hebrew Israelite movement, including claims that modern Jews are imposters who stole the religious heritage of black people and have engaged in a, quote, cover-up to prevent, prevent black people from knowing their true identity. While much of the film deals with historical and genetic arguments about various racial and ethnic groups, it also includes extensive anti-Semitism, including claims of a global Jewish conspiracy to oppress and defraud black people, allegations that Jews are in part responsible for the transatlantic slave trade and the claim that Jews falsified the history of the Holocaust in order to, quote, conceal their nature and protect their status and power. The film also amplifies longstanding anti-Semitic tropes about Jewish power, control and greed, including false claims that Jews control the media and disputes the identity of modern Jews claiming they are religious converts who descended from the Khazars and have no historical connection to the land of Israel. To support its claims, the film cites statements from prominent, and this is all from the Anti-Defamation League website, to support its claims, the film cites statements from prominent anti-Semites and notorious anti-Semitic texts as supposed evidence of the quote-unquote true nature and identity of Jewish people. For example, the film includes passages from Henry Ford's um, Henry Ford's The International Jew. And I don't know what that is, if that's a book or a uh, pamphlet or something. And, uh, and two purported, those seemingly fabricated, quotations from Adolf Hitler. The film also advertises the book on which it is based, which features even more explicit anti-Semitism, including quotes from the Protocols of the Elders of Zion, a longer passage of Holocaust denial, Attacks on Zionism, uh, conspiratorial claims about the Rothschilds, and more. Uh, In October 2022, professional basketball player Kyrie Irving, a repeat NBA all-star and member of the Brooklyn Nets, shared a link to the film with his 4.6 million Twitter followers. Irving eventually deleted the tweet three days later and initially telling reporters that he was, quote, not going to stand down. You know what will make you stand down? Money. Irving has since issued a public apology and statement addressing the problematic nature of the film and his role in promoting it. Uh, There's a little bit more here before I get to some of the the, uh, more notorious highlights in this past week for this fucking dummy. Uh, among the film's claims, black people are now finding out they are the real lost children of Israel. In turn, they are realizing that the Sephardic, Ashkenazi, Mizrahi Jews in Israel are just religious converts with no biblical blood connection to the ancient twelve tribes of Israel. All right, that this is all very um, this is a little too deep for me to get into. We don't need to get into that. But it it talks about, and I'll link the article up, that talks about the falsehoods that they uh, perpetuate. That's really going deep. But so Ding Dong says, hey, check it out. Uh, Hold on, I got to close my window because my uh, very religious neighbor is going to hear me and I just can't have that. And the reason why I have the window open is to uh, wipe out the smell of dog puke. So don't go anywhere. This will only take me a second. Knowing my luck, I'm gonna I'm gonna make some crack, and then uh, my neighbor's gonna hear it, and then I'm gonna be in trouble. So Kyrie Irving uh, uh, promotes this film, which uh, everybody, the 4.6 million people that follow him, go, "Hey, oh, Kyrie hates Jews too. Uh, the the Earth is flat, and he obviously hates Jews." Now, since then. Uh, okay. This is the first, uh, press conference and I'm going to play the whole fucking thing. Cause it's pretty interesting. All right. This is the first press conference where at the end of this, the last minute of it is when it really gets heated because he gets pissed off at this reporter. Okay. Uh, audio check. <laughs> uh, video check. As I see a comment, his neighbor hates Jews, confirmed. I don't believe that at all. Come on now. Okay, this is uh, the press conference. And
2: it's a title given to Christ, Philippians 2.11. And my name translates in the Hebrew language as Yahweh. So I went on the Amazon Prime. I was like, you know what? Let me see if there are any documentaries on Yahweh. So went in the search bar, typed in Yahweh. That came up. Went out and shared it on my platform that was my night. In terms of the backlash or what people call it, uh we're in 2022. History is not supposed to be hidden from anybody. And
1: but rip down all those goddamn
2: statues. I'm not a divisive person when it comes to religion. I I embrace all walks of life. You see it on all my platforms. I talk to all races, all cultures, all religions and my response would be um it's not about educating yourself. On what-Semitism is and what anti-Semitism is, it's really about learning the root words of where these come from and understanding that this is an African heritage that is also belonging to the people.
1: Boy, this guy's a fucking uh just a so much fun. I would love to hang out with this guy. Can you imagine this guy? He's so fucking intense. Jesus,
2: Africa is in it, whether we want to dismiss it or not. So the claims of anti-semitism and who are the original chosen people of god and we go into these religious conversations and it's a big no-no i don't live my way like that i don't live my life that way excuse me i grew up in a melting pot and i say a melting pot of all races white black red yellow
1: okay so i i think all of this is fine Uh, everything he has said up to this point i don't have a problem with any of that
2: jewish christian muslim and you can see the way i live my life now i'm not here to be divisive so they could push there but
1: the the problem with it is is when people say, "Yeah, but you do you understand how it looks?" Okay, and he doesn't care about that. He's like, "Well, you know, I mean, you can sit there and try to pick apart something I post as having a hidden meaning, but you don't know me. And um, if anybody did take the time to know me, they would know that I am uh, very accepting of all cultures. So he's trying to explain that."
2: I don't want to say they, cause I'm not identifying any one group or race of people, but
1: I'm in a unique position to have a level and he's super black. He's really into his blackness. Okay. So if he's, if he's reading that, Hey, I am the chosen one. I am the chosen people. He's going to stick, but he's going to stick to that all damn day. Level of influence. I would too. If someone said, Eric Zane, the Armenians are the chosen people. I've just proved it. I'd be like, fuck. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. on
2: my community. And,
1: and we are, by the way.
2: What I post does not mean that I support everything that's being said or everything that's being done or I'm campaigning for anything. All I do is post things for my people and my community and those that it's actually going to impact. Anybody else that has criticism obviously wasn't meant for them.
1: Hopefully I'm... Understanding. What- look at that! Look at his face. That is a look of "I just ended the discussion." Fuck you. What you said, and I, I,
3: I want to make sure I get it right because I don't want to misquote.
1: I don't expect.
2: It. I don't expect understanding from a media conglomerate group that sincerely talks about the game of basketball and then we bring up religion as if it's correlative at times.
1: Yeah, because people who cover your basketball couldn't possibly have enough sense. To understand what the hell you're talking about, right?
2: when it's convenient for people to bring it up. So please just be direct with your question, mm-hmm. so we can move on. From-
1: the guy's like, I was trying to, but you interrupted me, you fucking asshole. From this,
2: side, I could talk about the game and go home to my son Elohim and my wife Marlene. Okay.
1: Am I to take it that this was the what you shared was not something that you've even watched? This was you did okay, you did watch it, or either watch it or read it. I had a lot of time. He has put the microphone down at this point for some reason, but he will pick it back up.
2: Read a lot. Read a whole bunch. Good and bad about the truth of our world.
1: So then do you, I guess, understand or not understand those that might... He's just a cock. This guy is an asshole.
0: ...imply that that work had anti-Semitic leanings in it.
1: And I only ask this because the tweet is still up there, so I 2022.
2: It's on Amazon, a public platform. Whether you want to go watch it or not is up to you. There's things being posted every. So
1: the guy makes a great point. Uh, you know, you're, you're you're posting something that has anti-Semitic uh, talk in it, uh, and he's like, "Well, hey, it's on a public platform." Yeah, there's a lot of crazy shit out there that you can get, and I and I, and I wouldn't post it myself because I don't want to look like an anti-Semite, you know.
2: Every day, I'm no different than the next human being, so don't treat me any different. You guys come in here and make up this powerful influence I have over top of the adultery of all oh, you. You cannot post that. Why not? Why not?
1: <laughs> so it goes from what? Uh, I can post it to days later. I'm so sorry.
2: Everybody posts everything else. You saw the word nigger going up on Twitter, right? Oh, boy. I don't hear uproar that I'm not here to be divisive on what's going on on this or that. I'm not. I,
1: I would argue that if the word if the N word shows up, people are pretty quick to condemn that. I very rarely do I do I see someone say, man, I love the way you say N
2: comparing Jews to blacks. I'm not comparing white to black. I'm not doing that. That conversation is dismissive. And it constantly revolves around the rhetoric of who are the chosen people of God. And I'm not here to argue over a person or a culture or religion on what they believe. No, this is what...
1: If I'm a reporter, I would say, just answer this question. Do you hate Jews? Yes or no? Is here. It's on a public platform. Are black people better than Jews? Yes or no? Did I do anything illegal?
2: Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. did I do anything illegal? Did I hurt anybody? Did I harm anybody? Am I going out and
1: saying that I hate... I think you might have because you just uh, got suspended.
2: One specific group of people. So out of all the judgment that people got from me posting, I, I just, without talking to me and then.
1: What a tightly wound fucking uptight asshole this is.
2: I respect what Joe said, but there has a lot to do with the not ego or pride of how proud I am to be an African heritage. But- Can
1: you imagine living with this pain in the ass? jesus but also to be living as a free
2: black man here in america knowing the historical complexities for me to get here so i'm not gonna stand down on anything that i believe in i'm only gonna get stronger because i'm not alone i have a whole army around me Kyrie, while we're on the topic of promotion why did you decide to promote something that alex jones said that was a few weeks ago i do not stand with alex jones position, narrative court case that he had with Sandy Hook or any of the kids that felt like they had to relive trauma
1: So a few weeks ago he posts something about Alex Jones you know right when it was just determined that he owes a trillion dollars or whatever Yeah, I don't know if that's the best time this guy's on the wrong hill for everything it seems like he's dying on the wrong hills
2: or parents that had to relive trauma or to be dismissive to all the lives that were lost during that
1: uh, tra- flat earther alex jones anti-semitic he's got he's got the entire checklist of a cocksucker event.
2: my my post was a post from alex jones that he did in the early 90s or late 90s about secret societies in america of occults and it's true so i wasn't identifying with anything of being a campaign a campaignist for alex jones or anything i was just there to post
1: in his phone fun. This guy's fun. Funny.
2: and It's actually hilarious because out of all the things I posted that day, that was the one post that everyone chose to chose to see. It just goes back to the way our world is and works. I'm not here to complain about it. I just exist.
1: Such an aloof asshole. On the promotion of the movie and the book.
2: Can you please stop calling it a promotion? What am I promoting?
1: Okay, now this is where it gets heated up. He doesn't like that the reporter refers to it as promoting, when it is, you're absolutely promoted it. What is it then? Put it out on your platform.
2: But I'm promoting it. Do you see me doing? Do you see By me in front of the? it out there. The people title? are going to say that you are yeah, promoting. Yeah, put it out there, just like you put things out there, right? Yeah, but I okay. I, it's not. You put stuff. things out there for a living, right? Right, but my- yeah, he promotes
1: it, Dick. Stuff
2: great. great. So let's move on.
1: Let's move on. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. me
2: up here. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Another you're human free being. to post, I what can post whatever I want. So say that and shut it down and move on to the next question. But Kyrie, you have to understand that. By I don't have post, to understand anything from you. It's Nothing. not me. Nothing. By no people that you're, you're making did, up, bro. Move on. But by posting Move what on. You next did, question. Anybody question. do is any questions? you guys have more And they're going to say, you guys have any more questions? Have this Semitic is going to be a beliefs. clip. This is going to be a clip that he's going to marvel at. Is this any more questions? But you're not answering the question. No, this, this is another asking your question. Oh my God. Let's make another Instagram clip so we could be famous again. Next question. Kyrie basketball related.
1: Yeah. This guy tries. It. Oh yeah. So what do you think about, uh, what do you think about zone defense? That's where it ends. He just walks out. This guy is such a dick. Holy crap. What an asshole. Uh, Megan says, I'm glad my kid grew out of his Kyrie Irving shoes. Chris says, throw something, swear at him. This guy's an asshole. I hope he's in therapy, says Stevie. Kenny says, is it okay to ask? I hate this guy asking for a friend. It is. Is he a MAGA? Is he MAGA 2? Sounds like it so far. I, I, I don't know. I have no idea. Holy shit. Okay. Now this drama is not done. Okay. Um, Corey says, quote, I don't need to understand anything from you is an incredibly arrogant statement. Oh, he's extremely tightly wound and arrogant. That has always been Kyrie Irving. He has never been. He's always the unhammered nail. You know, he's that guy. And he takes great pride in that. Okay. Yesterday, more, um, more talk. And this one's a little bit more noisy because I think it's, there's like a practice going on. Um, Check this out.
2: Hindsight, are you sorry for the hurt that your post-caused people?
1: Are you sorry that the hurt uh, your post-caused people? I'll take my
2: responsibility for posting that. Some things that were questionable in there, untrue. Like I said in the first time you guys asked me.
1: Okay, so he's kind of walking it back now. There's things in there that were, I take responsibility, and there were things that were untrue. But you notice he's looking at the ground, and his hat is covering his eyes. He's a little less bold in his posture, you know?
2: I was sitting on that stage. I don't believe everything. that As he looks up. Everybody posts. It's a documentary. So he just, he's just a little bit more
1: subdued. You know what I mean? I'm taking my responsibility.
3: So seems like Adam Silver sort of wanted to hear the word. I apologize. Word. In your mind, you said, I didn't mean to cause any harm. Were you apologizing or not? Apologizing?
2: I didn't mean to cause any harm. I'm not the one that made it. The... This
1: is the, um, this is the conversation yesterday that everybody said he didn't really apologize. He's like, he's drawing out the apology. Now, I don't know why that makes any bit of difference. Okay, why does he have to apologize? What is that? If you are demanding someone apologize, I mean, my God, if I, if you have heard me apologize recently, uh, odds are there was someone saying, "You better apologize, or you're fucking dead meat." Um, you know, I mean, seriously when i yelled at kenny a few weeks ago i i was sorry for that i felt bad about that i don't know why everything has to be you must apologize that doesn't make anything better why why is that such a big deal for people to to force an apology you know documentary
0: what,
1: what are the specific things in the documentary that you don't believe are true? What are the specific things in the documentary that you don't believe
2: are true? I think uh, some of the criticism of the Jewish faith in
1: the community, for sure. But he won't, he won't say specifically. Points made in there that were uh, unfortunate. Irie, are you surprised that you did hurt people? Uh,
2: surprised that i did hurt
3: people are you surprised that reaction and some of the things that you did hurt people
2: yeah I, I think i can ask a better question it's
1: just where were you when i was a okay here we go were you surprised that you hurt people and he doesn't answer and says and he asks his own question
2: it's just where were you when i was a, a kid figuring out that uh, 300 million of my ancestors are buried in America. Where were you guys asking those same questions when I was a kid dealing with learning about the traumatic events of my familial history and what I'm proud to come from?
1: And why? Yeah, Okay, well, we'll get to that. But anyway, back to what I was asking you. I don't know how these reporters... Don't punch him right in the fucking face. I'm proud to stand here, and why? When I repeat myself that I'm not going to stand
2: down, it has nothing to do with dismissing any other race or group of people. I'm just I'm proud of my heritage and what we've been through, and uh, the fact that this has pinned me against the Jewish community.
1: And you—you uh, you pinned yourself against the Jewish community. You did this. You fuck. Take it, take, uh, uh, own it. Fucking own it. What the fuck, man? Who gives a shit? It's okay to be wrong.
2: Questions of whether or not I'm sorry or not on something I didn't create. And it was something I shared. And I'm telling everybody I'm taking responsibility.
1: Yeah. He's, uh, he's doing the old, hey, I, I didn't make it. I just shared it, which goes back to my example. Uh, I didn't write Mein Kampf. Hey, don't blame me. I mean, I know I shared it and wrote, this is a great book. You guys got to check this Mein Kampf out. It's a real page turner. Holy shit. Uh, Don't blame me. I didn't write it. What? Don't get mad at me. I didn't write Mein Kampf. What an asshole.
2: Responsibility. Then that's where I sit. So, you know, these same questions that you guys ask, me dealing with it as... Being a melanated pigmented person all around the world and dealing with racial biases against my skin color, demeaning me because of my religious beliefs.
1: He is, uh, he's trying to turn it on them, okay? He's fucking gaslighting these people. No offense, any old Joe.
2: And I'm still sitting in the seat standing. So, uh, I take my full responsibility. Again, I'll repeat it. I take responsibility,
1: but here's why I'm right is what he's going to do.
2: For posting something on my Instagram or Twitter that may have had some unfortunate falsehoods in it. But I also am a human being that's 30 years old and I've been growing up in a country that's told me that I wasn't worth anything. See?
1: Textbook. Textbook. Oh, you're such a slave. Jesus Christ. Look at you. You make $50 million a year. I'm
2: from a people that are meant to be treated the way we get treated every day. So I'm not here to compare anyone.
1: This guy has worked very hard to become great in many aspects of life, but his brain, his emotional level, his, uh, his, uh, the way he's trying to twist the reality is that of a child surrounded by, uh, facts that he concocts in his own brain of, uh, of how reality is. And it's just, it's just not, it's just not real.
2: Atrocities or tragic events that their families have dealt with generations of time. I'm just here to continue to expose things that our world continues to put in darkness. I'm a light, I'm a beacon
1: of light. It's what I'm here to do. Oh my God, fucking A, what a dick. You guys ask me about other things. I'm a light. my
2: opinion, and it's met with whatever you believe the perception or the deception is. You guys investigate my life every day. And you justify
1: it by... I'm smiling now. If I was in front of him, I'd be laughing in his fucking face.
2: Serving your own purpose, which I honor. I would like the same respect in return. Figuring out just like anyone else. So please... He,
1: he'd say, why are you smiling? i said, because you're hilarious.
2: That same energy when we're talking about anti-other things.
1: Because... Okay, i tell you what. I'll, I'll give you this. The next time there's a reason to talk about how black people have been persecuted over the years. I will absolutely engage you in that conversation. But right now, today, on the 3rd, 4th of November, and the week before, you have been persecuting the Jew. You have been attacking the Jews. No, and you all you do is talk for extended time in circles and try to turn the focus on how the black man is being persecuted. And I don't disagree with that. But right now, you, the black guy, are persecuting the Jew. <coughs> and the guy who runs your business, Adam Silver, is a Jew. And he's going to fuck you up.
2: Just because I post a doesn't mean I'm anti-Semitic. And doesn't...
1: Right, but the question is, it sure looks like it. Are you?
2: I mean, I'm automatically standing with everyone that is believing in that. So it's unfortunate timing that we're in, but I'm glad that I could stand on the truth. Because
1: Yeah, it's the timing. The timing is the problem. We all know that. And you're standing on the truth. Great. The truth is obviously going to hurt you because you're just uh, suspended five games. I'm not
2: afraid of these mics, these cameras. I used to be looking everyone in the eye and telling the truth that I'm proud of who I am. Any label that you put on me, I'm able to dismiss because I studied. I know the Oxford Dictionary, you look it up, right? Just one of the biggest mistakes I had in being a kid was not knowing European or Western language. Until I started looking it up and understanding the definitions and why they say, if you want to trick a black person, put it in the book. I was wondering my whole life why they said that. Now I'm 30 years old and I know reading is a superpower because it helps me understand where I'm going and where I come from, like a tree with roots.
1: What if you're reading an anti-Semitic book? What does that do for you? Does that mean you absorb that too? Kyrie, the the documentary listed among falsehoods, it said the Holocaust didn't happen. Did you, Again, you, uh, uh, Kyrie, the documentary you watched said the Holocaust didn't happen.
2: Holocaust Those falsehoods happened. are unfortunate. And it's not that I don't believe in the Holocaust. I never said that. Never ever have said it. It's not come out of my mouth. I never tweeted it. Okay,
1: so now we had six and a half minutes of the first press conference and four minutes and 48 seconds of this press conference, and now he's finally like going down the road of uh, that's a falsehood. I I would have led
2: with that. Never ever have said it. It's not come out of my mouth. I never tweeted it. I never liked anything like it.
1: So, well, you tweeted the documentary though that did talk about that though. So, you know, you can't be half pregnant here. You did, as you don't like to hear the word, promote it. You did promote that.
2: The Holocaust in itself is an event that means something to a large group of people that suffered something that could have been avoided.
1: Does it mean anything to you though? No one said we had to practice racism,
2: no one said we had to treat each other like garbage no. he's
1: gonna bring it back to him now and black people that's what he's gonna do once said that i had to stand here
2: today and understand that many people that come from generations 60 years ago 40 years ago enslaved some of my ancestors still
1: what he does every time he does it's textbook and he talks for a long time about each of those things spiritually mentally and emotionally and it's still going on some people so he just said some people are upset by the events of the holocaust and then he turns it on to slavery. Let me back that up.
2: We had to treat each other like, like it. Ever have said it. It's not come out of my mouth. I never tweeted it. I never liked anything like it. So the Holocaust in itself is an event that means something to a, a large group of people that suffered something that could have been avoided. Uh,
1: if he went to one of those concentration camps now that still exist, I don't know if it's... Uh, Dachau or which one of those ones that it's used as a educational tool about the atrocities that took place in the Holocaust, where you see like the pile of shoes and the bones and shit like that. God, which one is that? There's an an impressive museum that exists that, um, you can go and check out. I'm guessing he wouldn't have that flippant response about, um, that horrible event in history you
2: know so the holocaust in itself is an event that means something to a large group of people that suffered something that could have been avoided
1: okay that right there is probably the most offensive thing he said because he didn't he didn't indicate that he or that the world it's some people it affected some people holy shit
2: no one said we had to practice racism no one said we had to treat each other like garbage no one said that I had to stand here today and understand that many people that come from generations sixty years ago thank you Chris Auschwitz that's the place three years ago enslaved some of my ancestors still spiritually mentally and emotionally and it's still going on you guys are asking me respectfully to speak on something that was a documentary that I had nothing to do with I didn't make it he's a pussy So. Just please keep that same energy when you guys are addressing me. Kyrie, for the record, do you have any anti-Semitic beliefs?
1: Kyrie, for the record, do you have any anti-Semitic beliefs? Now, if someone asked me that, I would say, yes, I do. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) He would say, he should just say, no, of course not. Right?
2: Again, I'm going to repeat. I don't know how the label becomes justified because you guys ask me the same questions over and over again but this is not going to turn into a spin around cycle of questions upon
1: questions it doesn't have to just say no if you're not an anti-semitic you said no and it's over right but i'm guessing you continuing to give us these long-winded stupid answers uh it make is gonna make everybody think even more that you hate the jew
2: I told you guys how i felt I respect all walks of life and embrace all walks of life. That's where I
1: sit. I think oh, boy. What a, what a lying motherfucker. He hates Jews. The
2: yes or no on that question. Yes or no. I,
1: this guy press, presses him.
2: I cannot be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from.
1: Yes, you can. And we think you are. I cannot right, be anti-Semitic if I know where I come from. You see, it's too bad that the day and age he's so used to being able to pull off that answer and no one like really call him out. And if he, they do really call him out, he gets pissed off. They interrupt, start talking over each other and then he walks away like we saw in this clip, the previous clip. So they know that if they do challenge him, he's just going to get pissed off.
3: Kyrie, did you personally
2: meet with the ADL? I was informed that they wanted to have a meeting,
1: and we handled it. All right, this is an asshole. Um, all right, where does uh, where does that take Kyrie Irving? Uh, he has been suspended by the Nets. For five games. Without pay Thursday. Dismayed by his. And the reason why they did that. They did that after what we just listened to and saw. Uh, Irving had refused to apologize during a post practice media session earlier. And that's where they're like, all oh, right, he's still a fucking idiot. He is not getting it we want you to apologize. And he's like, I'm not going to apologize. Um, so then they suspended him for five games. After that, Irving, uh, Irving, uh, Jesus, Kyrie Irving later issued an apology for the post. He had refused to apologize earlier as we just saw. So the Nets said he is currently unfit to be associated with the Brooklyn Nets. Damn it. Sorry. Quote. We were dismayed today when Kyrie was given an opportunity in a media session that he refused to unequivocally say he has no anti-Semitic beliefs nor acknowledge specific hateful material in the film. The Nets went ahead and watched the movie. They said, all right, What is this guy promoting? Okay, And so this is all a conduct unbecoming. No, he hasn't committed a crime, per se. But this is why, in the workplace, your employers don't like your shitty behavior. Whether you're out posting anti-Semitic shit on your social media, there is a price to pay for that. And no matter how long you sit or how much you sit there and say it till you're blue or black in the face, that, oh, yeah, you know, sure, the uh, uh, Holocaust was unfortunate, but what about slavery? I should be allowed to post this. You're fucked. And rightfully so. He should be. I mean, if something like this happens, you're going to be punished. If you're in a hypothetical scenario, Let's say you're in a hypothetical scenario and you go home from work and you're, you know, any old Joe, just a a, a fantasy world, fictitious character in this setting that I'm describing to you, not at all related to anything that could be happening right now. And you punch your better half in the face and then the boss finds out that you punched her you're probably not going to be around at work anymore because of some type of behavior clause you had in your contract. This is all a hypothetical situation. It's not like uh any type of thing that actually is uh, ripped from the headlines. <clears throat> anyway, 4 hours after that press conference, they suspended his ass and then Irving said, I'm sorry, which I'm guessing just pissed everybody off even more. Adam Silver, the very Jewish boss of the NBA, said, we could have used that sooner. In an Instagram post, Kyrie wrote, to all Jewish families and communities that are hurt and affected from my post, I am deeply sorry to have caused you pain and I apologize. I initially reacted out of emotion to being unjustly labeled anti-Semitic instead of focusing on the healing process of my Jewish brothers and sisters that were hurt from the hateful remarks made in the documentary. I want to clarify any confusion on where I stand fighting against anti-Semitism by apologizing for posting the documentary without context and a factual explanation outlining the specific beliefs in the documentary I agreed with and disagreed with. I had no intentions to disrespect any Jewish cultural history regarding the Holocaust or perpetuate any hate. I am learning from this unfortunate event and hope we can find understanding between us all. Well, huh, that's weird. It's kind of like the opposite of when you were gaslighting us in front of all those reporters. Now, was that so hard? Couldn't this have been avoided, you fucking idiot? Do I think that Kyrie Irving hates Jews? I don't. I really don't believe that. I really don't believe that. I think Kyrie, though, is so wound up in um, other things that are true about persecution of black people. Uh, I think that it clouds his judgment i really do there is a way to express um the things that you have uh, a problem with in the world today and in the world in the past without doing all of this but for some reason you're not listening to that inner voice inside of your head we all hear it when we're about to hit post should i shouldn't i Uh, It's probably a good idea to lay low for five or 10 and maybe uh, throw it out to a friend before you post that shit. Do I do that? Fuck no. Fuck no. It's more, it's more fun to just fire it out and then let it all go out there and then go, ah, fuck. I fucked up. I got to clean this shit up now. Thank God he did. Thank God he posted this shit. I'm so happy he did this. It gives me something to park on and talk about for 40 minutes. Uh, Irving and uh, uh, wrote that the movie, hey, this movie, it contained false anti-Semitic statements. He's now saying narratives and language that were untrue and offensive to the Jewish race, religion. I take full accountability and responsibility for my actions. He should also write, and I just lost several million dollars. How much does Kyrie, Kyrie Irving make a year? Kyrie Irving yearly salary. Oh, shit, hang on a second here. Damn it, nothing, nothing wants to work with today. Irving yearly salary thirty three million dollars. Okay, Eric Zane, it's time for another edition of Eric Zane Show Math. Thirty three million divided by eighty two. Is that how many games they play a year? Four hundred and two thousand four hundred thirty-nine dollars and two point four cents. So you just lost two million dollars, two million twelve thousand one hundred ninety-five dollars and twelve cents. I hope that that was worth it. So apparently, um, you will uh, not stand down. <coughs> Until it costs you $2,012,195.12. Now look. Take it from me. You got to be careful when you say you're not going to stand down. I've done this recently. Where I've done, ah, fuck it, I'm the man. And all of a sudden someone goes, no, you're not. And here's why you're not. Fuck, I fucked up. That happens all the time. You got to own that shit. Just eat it. Crow. Oh, This crow is so good. That's what this is. That is called eating crow. It's embarrassing. It's horrible. It's the fucking worst. But we all know he probably doesn't mean it. Now, that's weird. Cause I'm saying, I don't think he's an anti-Semite, but he probably doesn't. Now, I, I don't think he's an anti-Semite, but I also don't think he doesn't give a shit really about apologizing. He's only apologizing because, well, something bad happened to him. That's a very real thing. Now, I don't think that changes anything. No one really believes, uh, that he's, you know, it's not like people who were offended are going to go, Oh, thank God. I'm so happy that he apologized to me. It's just a way to humiliate someone when you make them apologize. That's all that that is. So now he's humiliated. Sometimes that's important. All right. Now, add to that, Irving also is donating $500,000 to, what is it? Uh... Jews uh, meals on uh, uh meals on wheels I don't know what it is it's some um, okay um okay five hundred thousand dollars Kyrie Irving actually the nets are also boy if you're the nets you're like God damn it man what the fuck because now the nets they also have to give they're giving five hundred thousand dollars. And Kyrie Irving is giving $500,000 to causes and organizations that work to eradicate hate and intolerance in our communities. So who knows? Maybe he's getting it, giving it to black organizations. I don't know. I would, I would assume he would be giving it to like the local synagogue or some shit. You know, I would assume he's got to do something like that. He's got to like go to temple now, you know, put on the yarmulke and go talk to the rabbi all in an effort to turn this around. This is shit you do when you try to fix it. You got to go to synagogue. Um, You know, you got to uh, wear the yarmulke. You got to go to visit Lakewood, New Jersey and help those people build homes. And not wear deodorant. God damn it. The people in Lakewood work so hard. And I'm like, why can't you work hard getting a Uh, an Old Spice original and putting it on your underarms. Jesus. I used to live right next to a Hasidic uh, Orthodox Jew community. One of the biggest in the country. Lakewood, New Jersey. It's, oh my God. I didn't even know that that type of thing existed when I moved to Jersey. I was so uh, not exposed to the rest of the world. And one day I, I uh, end up winding up uh, going down route nine and uh, I go driving into Lakewood and uh, it's on a day when no one uses, it might've been on the Sabbath or something like that. You have to stay inside and, then there's people walking on the street and shit and it's just it looked like that fucking REM video. I'm like, "What the fuck is this? Why are they all dressed the same?" I I had no idea. I had to look it up and and uh, well, actually I didn't look it up. I I like, go, "Why what's going on?" Yeah, these are orthodox Jews. You should read a fucking book once in a while. You sh- you would know these things, you idiot. All right. So that concludes my discussion on this fucking idiot. Kyrie Irving. Uh, Chris writes, can we have stew on the Patreon today to break down the newest fuck you Friday? Maybe lasagna. Boofer is a first time chatter. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. Uh, brought up that Kyrie is also a flat earther. Yes, that is true. Kyrie does think that the earth is flat. He is easily manipulated by what he uh what he exposes himself to, and then he's all in. Lasagna Bufer writes Unfortunately his beliefs indirectly make him anti Semitic. That's exactly right. He may not hold hatred toward the Jewish community, but if if he believes what is in that documentary, and you know he does it means he holds beliefs that are rooted in anti Semitism. That is true. And welcome to you. I always, I always get a little glimmer of hope that I'm that much closer to making it big time when I see a first time chat, someone who felt compelled to write something on this show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And lasagna boofer I appreciate you because you just subscribed with Prime. And that puts actual dollars in my pocket which helps pay for vet bills when there's a dog fight in this studio, which is what happened earlier today for the very very first time. All right. Kenny says what is a boofer? Lasagna boofer says boofing is when you shove something up your ass or arse, Kenny. And Stevie says, so you stick lasagna up your butt. That would be hard to do. Wow. And Sam the Jew, one of our few Jewish representatives here, says, don't kink shame. Ladies and gentlemen, today is a big day because I am making preparations for the first tweaking of the award-winning Eric Zane Show podcast, Slaughter the Turks Sweet Heat Armenian Chili. If you have the recipe, congratulations. It says one, two chili cook-offs. Now, they they weren't like a big deal chili cook-off. Uh, one was with uh, listeners. The other one was with people in my daughter's workplace. There were only five other competitors, but I dominated twice. So I want to enter a legit contest. I don't see many coming up. I've been focusing online and looking for one that has like people who do this uh, regularly. One that requires a team to get the chili made. I do see one next October. So like a year away at the local minor league baseball park where there's like 50 to 100 teams. So I think my chili's great as it is, but I am going to take time to adjust the recipe to try it out. The uh, change coming up this weekend is going to be like this. Typically, it's uh, ground beef with um, like a pound of ground beef, usually 1.2 pounds because all the fat kind of cooks off. And um, an entire white onion um, chopped, minced practically. Not exactly, but chopped very small, diced. And then um, the recipe calls for just two uh, cloves of garlic, actual garlic. Not the shit in the jar. I saw one of you, it might have been Maureen or Linda, making the recipe with that garbage garlic in the fucking jar. The pickled uh, garlic. What are you doing? No fresh bulb, smashed, and then uh, finely, finely minced. But I usually go for five or six cloves. All of the beef, all of the onion, all of the garlic together. Blendy, blendy, brownie, brownie. However, I am adding uh, finely diced green pepper. Okay, and I instead of ground beef, I am adding, as Daisy is pushing her way in here, there's probably going to be another fight, so I'm going to let her in in a second. Um, steak, small cubes, about the size cube is that of like when you get frozen carrots that are in cubes, about that size, seasoned and browned. Chris says, green pepper, barf, it's ruined. Maybe. I've got 11 months to experiment, man. It's going to be great. Hang on a second. I got to let Daisy in here. Because you can't have Daisy and Bruce in the same room right after a fight, like minutes after, because they'll keep fighting. But they've had time to calm down. Hang on. getting mad. There's your collar. Okay. Come on up here. Come on. Come on up. Welcome back. Welcome back. Come on up. Come on up. She's still going for him. Did you see that? Okay. He doesn't want to fight. She's apologizing. Pulling a Kyrie Irving there. Fuck. Sean writes, real men use Poblanos. What's that? What is a Poblano? You know what? Maybe I won't go with the green pepper. I'm going to add something to it. But I'm not sure what yet. Uh, Eric Zane, this could be a good time to remind viewers to follow you so they can catch your next stream. Occasionally, that comes up. Yeah, please follow me so you can catch my next uh, stream. Ryan says there's nothing wrong with green pepper. Come on, yeah, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. Fuck you guys. Bubba, 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 bubba. Do you realize that I've been talking to you for an hour and 27 minutes and I haven't talked? I haven't had one sponsor mentioned. Well, I mean, I, uh, the sponsors that, uh, sponsor the social media, but I haven't done any ads. So you know what that means? It's time for a lot of those. Now, listen to me. You must listen to me. If you're one of these assholes who, when you're listening to the audio podcast, you crush the 15 second ahead button. You're making a huge mistake. You're actually trying to bankrupt me when you do that. Okay? I work very hard to put these people on the show, and they spend a lot of money with me to make sure that the show stays alive and well. And if you don't listen to their messages, you are circumventing the process and hurting me because then. You are not hearing about something that might strike a nerve with you. It's like, oh, you know what? I do need to call Irvine's Auto Repair. I do need to call A&E, Heating and Cooling. As I've said to you many times, marketing is simply when the message meets the need. And you won't know the message if you buzz by it. And you are, and I shit you not, are actually hurting me when you do not listen to the ad. So would you please chill the fuck out i don't even care if you go to like one and a half speed and listen to it and listen to my ads that i work very hard to put on the show and my sponsors work very hard to put on the show because they give me money to talk about them so please do not dismiss these moments and you never know when something like a dog fight is gonna break out or The NFK is going to come in here and maybe, you know, something ridiculous. You just never know. Okay. Uh, Once again, folks, join me on Patreon for 11 bonus episodes a week. At least 11 bonus episodes a week. You've got, of course, five daily bonus shows, which is an extension of this one. They are an extension of this one. The two lost Zane recordings Monday and Friday. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia Tuesdays, the insane asylum near the end of the week, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, and now Saturday's release of Who Are These Zanes? All on Patreon for five or ten bucks a month. That is a lot. No one gives more on Patreon. Undercharge, overdeliver. Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Eric Zane. Please sign up. You keep the show powered. Thank you so much. There are no sponsors on Patreon. It is simply your dollars and cents driving the content. All right. Thank you so much if you've signed up in the past, except for the people who I don't like. Uh, And uh, thank you so much. And if you would please consider signing up, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. I will not let you down. You'll love it. And if you really like it, convert it to a yearly and I will knock 10% off. Consider that. That means that the audio uh, podcast is just 54 bucks for a year. The audio video live streams is one oh eight. Hold up here. Hey, you all right? Everything okay over there? We getting along now? You see, Daisy outweighs him by about 15 to 20, and she's stronger than him. He doesn't back down. Bruce doesn't. But uh, Daisy's kind of like the big swinging dick in this household. God bless Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid NEV. And, and it's spelled differently. It's not like Kyrie Irving. It's E-R-Vines. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and E V. Irvine's.com. Take a look at all the amazing Google reviews that they've received from happy customers over the years. They are in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Well worth the drive from the surrounding areas to get your vehicle fixed right. The first time you do have a trusted source, you will love them. Family, veteran, lady owned. How about that? Family, veteran, lady owned. Jamie owns 51%. Okay. That is mom. uh, And she is a veteran. And she obviously is local. Her husband owns 49%. And then Megan, the daughter, one day will own 100%. One day down the road. So you got a great family environment there. And then Bruce, who's probably one of the people you'll talk to when he's explaining what's wrong with your vehicle. He's like family, you know? So you got that whole vibe going on. They're great local business. They love giving back to the community every year. They focus on a different charity that they give to, and it's just uh, this year being Casa of Kent County. Great, great group. Love them. Uh, A&E, heating and cooling, 616-516-8579. Get your furnace checked out today. Get it tuned up so it's running efficiently. The worst thing is to have a uh, furnace that is running like horribly because it's going to work harder to heat your home costing you more money and because it's working harder it's going to get uh more wear and tear on it and then it's going to break down quicker so make sure that it is serviced every single year by a and e heating and cooling 616-516-8579 thank you the kent county health department access com slash health is their website all right Looks like Bruce is licking Daisy's face. They are really making up. Bruce is probably going to try to hump her soon. I don't want to get in the way of that, buddy, but that's probably not a good idea. Yeah, now she's licking them back. Oh, God, this is getting sexy. Accesskent.com slash health. If you need information on immunizations for the little ones, any type of personal health services, any type of testing for sexually transmitted infections for, uh, people who are into group sex and formerly, uh, members of the Zaniacs group. Um, Kenny said, it's not true, but it is, um, the group formerly known as Zaniacs, they are into taking their gross bodies and rolling around like in the dirt together. And, uh, They're into all sorts of weird kinks and group sex. So they oftentimes uh, come down with syphilis, uh, gonorrhea, crabs, and I think a number of them have herpes. So uh, they need to get tested before they infect uh, other members of the population in their group sex endeavors. Thank you, Kent County Health Department, for being on board with the show. I'm not done yet. I, again, I went an hour 27 without giving you any sponsors. So just relax. Bruce, don't do it, man. Don't, don't start humping. I don't want to have to separate you guys. Hire me on cameo cameo.com slash Eric Zane. There's no one better on cameo than me. You don't believe, you don't believe me. Go look at some of the shit I pulled off. It's great cameo.com slash eric zane it's only 15 bucks dirt cheap hire me there i won't let you down it'll be a great roast could be a birthday announcement could be a wedding announcement could be uh recognizing some type of achievement you did could be for a young person a kid who maybe they like the dogs could be an old person could be me being as nice as you want me to be or a total asshole i can do i can do anything on cameo Come on, guys. Don't start. Thank you to Bennett Flooring Installation. Have the flooring installed right the first time by this terrific local business. Jacob Bennett, 616-318-0167 for Bennett Flooring Installation. Come to your house, measure the room, give you an estimate. Boom, you're done. The flooring that I want you to install, I want you to install it. uh, I want you to purchase it from Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet in Granville, Michigan, right behind the Little Caesars dirt cheap, cheaper than anybody else in the entire state of Michigan. well worth the drive to Johnson Carpet One discount outlet. Mention my name. The already low price lower than anybody else is going to be reduced by 10% more because I because you say my name. That's great. So do it. go there, bring your truck, pick the shit off the pile, whatever laminate flooring you want to get, whatever uh, 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 ceramic tile, maybe it's uh, uh carpeting. Hardwood, they have it all at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. They buy the best brands from the top uh, manufacturers and um, the best-selling styles and then put them on display for you at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. All right, Last, last sponsor for this block. Bosco's Pub. Go get a Bosco's hamburger this weekend boscospub.com part of Terra Square in Hudsonville, Michigan. Love them so much. Hey guys, come on. No. Don't do it. You see they start to play. You see Bruce is attracted to Daisy. So they'll play and then she'll like engage him and then occasionally she'll like uh lick his dick and I'm I'm not kidding you. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I've got that. And that feels good. He's like the jerk. He discovers his special purpose. And then he starts humping her. And then you it's a very good idea to separate them. And I know this sounds horrible, but he will jizz. Now, it, he doesn't have balls, but the transport mechanism is still there. And um, it's clear. And he will uh, it's clear dog jizz that will come flying out of him. It's horrible. I haven't seen it, but Diana has. I was on the roof of my shed, putting a new roof on up north, and he was humping her, and I didn't know it. And she's reading a book, and she goes, oh, no. I go, what? And she goes, Bruce, I think he just jizzed. She watched it happen. She watched it go right out of his ding-dong. And you just don't want that to happen. I promised my pal Rick from TC Paintball. I said, hey, buddy. He's such a dick. I go, hey, Rick. Uh, let's do Trigger Time at 9 a.m. <clears throat> and he's like, yeah, man, sounds good. I know you need the content. It's like, motherfucker, are you, have you ever listened to me? Do I, do I strike you as someone... Who, is, who struggles to come up with something to talk about. I could do this for five hours a day if I wanted to. Um, I think he's in North Carolina doing some, It's I think it's like a NAMBLA meeting or something like that. And he said, I might be available.
4: Hi, Rick with PP Payball. If your matter is urgent, please leave a message. Otherwise, I will see that you call and return your phone call. Thank you.
1: Rick, Eric, Zane, I'm um, leaving a message. It's actually 940. Um, I got on a roll about Kyrie Irving. We are talking about that for extended time. And then we segued into dog jizz. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, uh, I just read your insult of me uh, on the podcast when you said that um, you know that I need the content. So I uh, figured I'd just call you and bust your balls about that and leave you a long-winded message. Um, I'm not sure what you're doing. It's probably paintball related or something to do with small boys. Um, But either way, just letting you know that I called. I really didn't need you for content because I'm pretty great. But uh, have a good one. Be, Be safe. And I'll talk to you later. All right. Tell me you're an old man and stupid. Without telling me you're an old man and stupid. George Brett was a terrific baseball player back in the day. If you're old like me, you know exactly who George Brett was. Uh, Great player. Hall of Famer. There was an incident that took place. Probably a lot of you aren't familiar with it because you're too damn young. There was an incident that took place years ago when I think um, the Royals were taking on the Yankees. And uh, there was a moment in time when Brett was up to bat and he belted a home run. And as he crosses the plate, he goes to the dugout. Uh, somebody on the Yankees notices that the bat has too much uh, uh this sticky shit called pine tar on it. I guess there's a rule you can only, um, uh, what they do is they put it on the bat and then uh, when you want to get a good grip, you you touch it and then it, it helps your grip. But if you put too much on the bat, it breaks a rule. And there's a certain amount, uh, and they, they determine that, his, he had too much pine tar on the bat. So they didn't count the home run and it was registered as an out. And they might've even thrown him out of the game for it. And the rage at which he displayed was fantastic. It's the infamous George Brett pine tar incident. So this is spectacular. Let's, let's, uh, Let's break this down. Audio check, video check, and then I'll tell you about how much of a stupid old man this guy is. Here's the home run.
4: Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's gone.
1: And now the Royals have the one-run lead. Sometime in the 80s. No big deal. Just hits a home run, right? George Brett has just
4: homered, and Billy Martin and the Yankees want the bat.
1: Okay. Look at Martin. Well, what they talking. Bill- Billy Martin is known fucking curmudgeon himself. He's uh, had some great rants against umpires, punching people in the face, driving drunk. They like, well, wait a minute. What about the bat? There's Hal McCray. Frank
3: is that he's got too much pine tar and. Uh... You've got to have a certain amount of distance from the trademark of the bat and the pine tar. And Nettles is leaving the field as if the game is over. Oh, he's just coming in. I'm not sure. uh, They might have a legitimate uh, gripe.
1: Greg Nettles, another badass. Okay, now at this point, Brett, he's like, you motherfucker, you better not be doing what I think you're doing.
3: And the umpires are going to get together. George Brett looking around and wanting to know what's going on. And the umpires are going to get together and talk about this thing. Well, Billy Martin bounced right out of the I've, dugout. I've seen a call before, Frank. You are not allowed to have a substance of any of any kind above the trademark, and I can't tell from here because everybody's. H- I
1: hear woolly bully. Around
3: the bat. I cannot tell from here if it's uh, up too far. And now they're they are all—they're all, feeling it. See, as if there's a, some sticky stuff around there. That's Nick Bramigan with the
1: bat. I can't believe it takes him this long to determine that there's shit on the bat.
3: This is gonna be an interesting call.
1: Like, yeah, well, good job, Brett. He's like, good job, George. He's like, yeah, I know.
3: Whether he has a home run yet
1: or not. Now
3: the umpires are gonna walk away and talk about this and go over the rules and examine the bat. See where the pine tar, see the label? The trademark is? Yep. See the brown substance there?
1: Okay, now it's barely over it. Barely.
3: It does look that's, like that's, it's a, That's pine tar. It looks like it is. Now you are not allowed to have that pine tar up that far on the bat. Billy Martin walking around, uh, waiting for the... Uh...
1: For those on the audio podcast, I'll link this up, of course. You watch it on your own. Cause this is fantastic. Watch how Brett comes shot out of the, uh, 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 dugout when they rule. Hey, motherfucker, you're out.
4: First time in a long, long Let's time. See. I've seen the umpires huddle this long and have a meeting over.
3: Well, we're going to see what's going to happen. They're going to.
4: Now that is the plate umpire, Tim McClellan with the bat in his hand.
1: Now they're, they're using the plate to measure. they are
3: gonna measure it across home plate. Well, I, I've never, I've never seen this. I never have either. I don't know what, I don't know what they're measuring. They might be going to call George Brett out. Well, yeah, the is is he's out. Yes, sir. Brett is out. Look at, look at this. Brett is out he's and demon mad. He is out
4: and having to be forcibly restrained from hitting plate umpire Tim McClellan and the Yankees have won the ball game We're <laughs> <in the race,
3: laughs> using an illegal bat or with the illegal substance on the bat like I said I have seen this before
1: Frank and uh, Gaylord Perry just took the bat away from home plate umpire Jim McClellan Gaylord Perry of all people known spitballer he's
3: going to take the bat They're gonna take it so they cannot take it into the American League office or wherever they take it to be examined. Well, a Yankee
4: security person and one of the umpires quickly.
1: They're chasing after the motherfucker with the bat. Are chasing
4: whoever has the bat. Jose Martinez is
3: holding Brett. Bobby, I've never seen this in my life. Well, I've seen players uh, called out for using an illegal bat, uh, but never. Never saw so an important hit by a whole run and then been called out to put the Royals ahead. <laughs> Look at this dude. What a meltdown.
4: Jordan to take the bat away and secrete the bat.
1: Fucking sweet. And this went on for like an extended amount of time. They were like examining this fucking bat, making a big deal out of it. Holy shit. Ryan says he looks like he's going to die. <laughs> oh my God. Oh fuck me. Um, there you go. Maybe for he forgot his VP meds. I think he did Kenny. Yeah, he was wound up, George Brett. Well, anyway, um this comes up because George Brett just went off. Okay, um, in baseball, you know, there's a thing called a box score. This is a box score. Like uh, the game that the Astros pitched that uh, no-hitter as a team. This is a box score. You know how I got the box score? I went up to the top in the, uh, in the URL and typed, baseball box scores. It took me one second by the way, Houston won again last night. And uh, boy, this is right after that uh, two games now since that big Philly game when they hit all those home runs, and Philly hasn't done shit since then. Some great defensive plays for the Astros last night at home. They now lead it 3-2, to two and they could uh, win the next game at home, win the World Series. So, all right, that's a box score. Very, very simple. Okay? Well, back in the day, you would have to look at those In the newspaper. And in the newspaper, they would have all of the box scores. And they would be very, very small. And you open up a newspaper and you you look. Oh, wow. So-and-so had so many hits. Okay, great. Well, problem. Um, It's super easy now to get a box score doing what I just said. And newspapers don't exist anymore. George Brett. Again, tell me you're old and stupid without telling me you're old and stupid. George Brett wants frickin' baseball box scores back in the newspaper. Hall of Famer and Royals legend George Brett doesn't follow baseball all that closely outside of the Kansas City area these days, in large part because he finds it difficult to do so. And why is that? Because MLB box scores do not appear in a newspaper. And that fact really riles him up. Quote, I don't really follow anything outside of Kansas City. Brett said at the Parkins, on the Parkins and Spiegel show, Parkins and Spiegel. In the morning. Wait, that didn't come out right. Parkins and Spiegel. In the morning. Spiegel and Parkins. Yeah. Sports, Spiegel and Parkins. I don't really follow anything outside of Kansas City. Brett's said on Parkins and Spiegel coming, coming live as he took a detour off the subject matter while discussing the White Sox hiring of Royals bench coach Pedro Grifoll. It all started when God, USA Today, in the local paper, they don't even put in box scores anymore. You notice that? He's just now picking up on that. Yeah, you know what else I, do? I I noticed? It's impossible to get a newspaper anywhere. Oh, boy, I used to love to get up in the morning, and there's not many guys I follow in baseball and other teams. But now, in order for me to do that, I got to go to MajorLeagueBaseball.com pull up the box scores and I got to start clicking all these fricking buttons. Just give me a fricking newspaper with all the information I need. It's not that fricking hard. Is it Jesus Christ? It just drives me crazy. And they wonder why baseball is losing popularity. I think that might be one of the reasons you idiot. No, that's a reason why it hasn't completely lost its popularity. Can you imagine if we we, uh, wanted to follow the stupid fucking baseball game, we had to go to the newspaper to get it? What a decrepit asshole. Uh, Given how early most newspaper deadlines are these days, Brett is unlikely to get his wish on a regular basis, but it won't stop him from sharing his opinion. Uh, It's really, really comical uh, and incredible how quickly, how um, news newspapers have vanished if you go to like the drugstore today you can find one and um they're like 50 bucks a piece no one actually gets these things that's under 85 years old and they're all shaped differently now they're like smaller you remember before they were like uh it it was larger now they're just it's kind of like a jehovah's witness pamphlet you know Who the fuck sits around and wishes for newspapers? I don't understand how you can uh, uh, look back on the golden oldie days of the newspaper and when it's just so much easier to pull that off with your phone or... or, All right, I'll tell you what. Maybe not the phone. I mean, it is for me, but you're old, George Brett. Uh, What the fuck is so hard about just typing baseball box scores? Jesus. All right. I have a video that I need to share with you. And it is the first time that we have seen a full body, muppety flappity body break. In the past, we've covered leg breaks, arm breaks, even a double leg break when that wrestler hurt himself. It happens. But never before. Have we been able to seen a full body Muppety? Now, for those of you who, um, this might make you, uh, sad or hurt or you're triggered, you are actually going to see someone die, but it's a Russian and it's a Ukrainian blowing up a tank. Thank you to Rob for sending this along. What happened was the Russians were in this badass tank, and they're blowing up like hospitals and orphanages, and just shooting, lobbing, you know, projectiles and blowing shit up. Well, the Ukrainians somehow were able to uh, stop the the uh, tank. And then the idiots in the tank decide to get out. And you see them getting out of the tank. Then the Ukrainians drop another bomb on the motherfucker. Just as guy is like, boy, I sure am glad I'm getting out of this tank. And you see him get launched. This muppity, flippity, floppity body corpse flying like uh, a whole football field. And you see him go- He goes flying like fucking crazy climber. Remember that video game? And then he just, his body just like crumples, the spine shoots out of his ears. It's incredible. By the way, what you see behind me is going to result in humping. I can guarantee it. I've seen it. When those ears on Bruce go back, that means he's getting ready to hump. Hey, I got minutes left in this show. Don't. Please don't do this. Is there any way you guys can just control yourselves? Look at him looking at me. Oh, he's going to go back to it. All right. All right, this is what I want to share with you. You guys are gross. You know that you guys are gross motherfuckers. The shit you write. All right. Anyway, pay attention to this. Forget that. Oh boy. You see that? Hold on a second here. See what he's doing? to her? hitting her with his face. That's going to result in a problem and it's about to happen. Starts out as playing with each other and then and now okay, now her ears go back. That's a sign. Yeah, this is fun. You guys. All I want to do is show this guy getting killed. Audio check. Video check. I think you can see this. All right, look
2: it.
1: It's really loud. I don't know what's up with the Russian music. Let me back up. All right, sorry. I think it took a hit right there, that tank. And the guy's like, oh, man, the tank's fucked up. We got to get this thing off the road. Okay. You see the one guy. Yeah, one guy get out and another guy get out. Okay. Okay, right here, there's a guy right here getting out. Now, this dude, they're all gonna die. Okay? (flowing) Guy on top of the tank. Open it up the hatch. (speaking) (speaking)
0: Stick with me here.
1: turning the turret they're getting ready to shoot again there's a guy right here there he is you see him moving right here this is the dude you want to watch he's going to get blown up and he's going to land here Oh no! Oh fuck! Did you see that? Oh, there he is. Look at. It. Looks like the Isle of Man flag. Oh. Holy shit. Oh. Wow. Is he okay? (laughs) That's hideous. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate you sending that along. All right. Reminds me of blowing up enemies on the last of us games. I love seeing body parts going fly, go flying guilty pleasure. Uh, all right. Humping has not yet begun, but it probably won't be long. Come on, man. No. Come here. Hold on a here. Hey, Brucie. Come here, buddy. Hey. Okay. Come here. That's a good boy. Okay. What a good boy. got to finish this show up uh let me help your business if you have an interest in marketing on the eric zane show podcast reach out to me eric at eric i'll tell you how it works everything's a handshake deal and it uh it absolutely works okay now be good no more fucking around thank you frank fuss my policy shop insurance Open enrollment goes from now till December 15th. If you uh, uh, work for an employer that does not offer you insurance or perhaps you own your own business, or perhaps you're about to get fired because you punched somebody in the face, you can get insurance in the marketplace, 616-914-4070. Frank's services are free. He's a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. He'll make this a very easy process for you. You can also just go to buyinsurancehere.com and fill out that form. And the next thing you know, you have a meeting with the legend. Mention my name, of course. He's also an expert on Medicare and Social Security. He can help you or your loved ones through that every step of the way. A lot of people are do you know have it for extended time, Social Security and Medicare and uh, but they don't ever get a checkup on what they are entitled to. That's important because your needs may change over time. All right. TC Paintball online at tcpaintballgr.com. Uh, when the boss is away, the mice will play. Rick out of town this weekend, but you can still book an event at TC Paintball. tcpaintballgr.com. You can play outdoors weather permitting and then indoors of course. On their massive, massive field. Uh, Book a party. tcpaintballgr.com And then finally, Full House Comedy. With Michael Rappaport appearing for two shows tonight. At Creston Brewery. Grand Rapids Comedy Club. same, uh, Same place. And two shows tomorrow night as well. Details. Uh... For those shows and others, including Kevin Nealon next week at FullHouseComedy.com. All right. (sighs) Asshole of the day. Oh, God. It's without a doubt. This is easy. Easy. Kyrie Irving is your asshole of the day. Because he is. He's a smug... Fucking prick. Uh brought to you by TC Paintball. Up oh, it got it up. The humping has begun, ladies and gentlemen. You're gonna win asshole the day. Fucking idiot. What a day for the dogs. Dog fight, puke in the studio, bleeding, humping. Ugh. That was loud. Sorry. Hey, uh, thanks, everybody. appreciate you being here. Be on the Patreon a little bit. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up. 11 shows a week are uploaded to Patreon. Oh, my God. There's more there than here on the free platform. Okay, folks, thank you so much. Have a good one. Bye-bye.
0: Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then...